Welcome back to Something Private, a podcast for Southeast Asian women by Southeast Asian women, exploring conversations around health, the self, community and love. My name is Nicole and I am your producer and host. Before we carry on with today's episode, I'd like to give a shout out to It's Your Life SG, a HPV prevention campaign led by MSD Pharma Singapore for teaming up with us. Human papillomavirus, or HPV infection, is extremely common. There are more than 14 million new infections in the US each year, and more than 80% of sexually active adults will be infected with HPV in their lifetime. Some types can cause health problems including genital warts and cancers, but you have the power to protect yourself, and that begins right now. Find out if you are at risk of HPV and what you can do to protect yourself over at It's Your Life SG. That's It's Your Life SG. Or tune in to our episode, My Mum and I Consult a Doctor About HPV to understand more. Read up about HPV, visit a doctor for advice, and your future self will thank you. We've come to the end of our third season, but we've got a few more special episodes that we'll be putting out over the course of these few weeks just to keep you guys company. Some weeks back, I took a little hike with Wensi from Our Grandfather's Story to a secret part of Singapore to do a short reflection on our mental health journey as content creators over the course of this really uneventful but eventful kind of year. As content creators, our duty is to stay on top of trends so as to educate, engage and inform all of you and also to bring light to stories so that society can improve. But the pace in which things move this year really changed the way we viewed content and it was both really challenging and incredibly insightful. We got to speak with COVID-19 patients, frontline workers, volunteers, psychiatrists, psychiatric patients and this is our little reflection on what we've learned about ourselves and how we've managed our mental well-being this year. 2020 was a very uneventful, eventful year. You know what I mean? Like, there were so many things that were happening and yet, like, nothing was happening. I think this is really, like, the year that I really had to sit down and consider my mental health. You know what I mean? I think it's a hot topic, right? Everybody was talking about, like, are you okay, given the scale in which like things happen, plus how much was in your control. So to really have to like stay still and be at peace and be in a state of like, acceptance was quite difficult. I think this year has been super tough. Like, um, I think in terms of every aspect of my life, I've been challenged. So like my personal relationships were, were challenging. My family relationships are challenging. So because like I feel like I've been challenged in every way, but I haven't yet given up. Mm. <laughs> As in like, you know, I manage I'm managing my days la. Like on a day to day I'm managing it. In that way it, it's been a like a lot of growth for me this one year. I think especially as a content creator it was quite challenging. It was very stressful because things change every day. Content changed so quickly this year from like elections, COVID, you know, every other month felt like there was something yeah. new. Yeah. So we had to kind of scramble and like everybody was kind of like, okay, okay, let's like jump on this, let's jump on that. Yeah. Until like, I guess like we sat down to make this decision that, okay, you know what, like um, let's try and realign our goals and not just chase um, the next thing. But that was also a difficult decision to make. Lah. I think stories-wise, it's been very exciting this year. Like, I interviewed someone who had COVID, right? And like, she was so positive. I met like frontline workers also, mm. who were like very strong and like, 
like telling everybody that they will be there for them and things like that. I just felt like, yeah, this year in terms of stories, I met like a wide range of strong and interesting people lah. So I spoke to like a psychiatrist about the fallout of like COVID-19 and in that period of time people were talking about like a mental health like pandemic, right? So it's very scary. Like when I was talking to her, there was a lot of talk about like the new normal and what that means and like I think when they say mental health pandemic, I don't think it means extreme things like you suddenly fall into a state of like depression for instance. It's more like changes in the little things that you do every day. So for me for instance, like I realised that I'm quite avoidant in kind of confronting my problems. So that manifested in that I was sleeping a lot more than I should have been. Yeah, that is a sign of like a coping mechanism for a changing kind of like mental health situation. So if I did manage to, I guess, recognize that and then manage that, right, it could very well go on to become like anxiety, depression and like, yeah, it's just, I guess, understanding what you're going through and then trying to look for tools to like help yourself out of it yeah but I mean for, for you like did you feel did you experience any of these symptoms yeah okay I'm the kind of person right I lie on the bed uh, I sleep within 10 seconds like I hit once my head hits the pillow I'm out and that has been me for 25 years eh. this year I there was a period of time where I would like go and sleep right I, I lie on my bed but I can't fall asleep for like three to four hours and I think that was very scary for me there was this episode where I spoke to this counsellor from chat lah. Yeah, and she shared with me that like transitions are always hard. Yeah. And it helped put things into perspective. This whole year has been like a transition for the world, right? Because we are transitioning from like not having a pandemic to having a pandemic and then now coping with a pandemic. So we need to learn to be okay with transitions and like just take it slow law, like don't rush through it. Like, you know, it's okay. Like just relax and like maybe tomorrow you can fall asleep maybe next month you'll be better yeah so there's hope basically this episode was made in collaboration with our pals at msd pharma singapore who lead it's your life sg a hpv prevention campaign why is hpv such an important topic of conversation hpv is the most common sexually transmitted infection today and there is no treatment for the virus itself some really nasty HPV strains can also cause cervical and other cancers including cancer of the vulva, vagina or anus. On average, the risk of Singaporeans getting HPV at some point in our life is higher than us shopping online once a month, taking the bus or MRT to work daily and even developing diabetes. By the way, we are 7 times more susceptible to HPV than diabetes. For a nation of bubble tea drinkers? Wow! But incidentally, HPV is also extremely preventable through vaccination and screening. So essentially, we're telling you about a way to minimise your risk for a virus that you most likely get as an adult. And you're not jumping at it yet? You probably have somewhere close to 500 questions about HPV at this point, like how does it get transmitted? How do I protect myself against it? And what are the odds that I will get it? Sis, we've got you covered. Enter Dr. Liana Ko, an OBGYN and a longtime friend of this podcast. Like you, we had the same questions, so we enlisted the help of Dr. Ko to answer them in the next 30 seconds. Ready? Go! Will I get HPV from kissing? I think it's very, very rare. It's usually passed by actual sexual contact. What type of symptoms will result from getting HPV? Genital warts. And they kind of look like what we call cauliflower growths. Most people don't have any symptoms, so it doesn't really show up in that sense. Do I need to be protected from HPV if I'm in a committed relationship? Yes. Is it true that only women need to seek prevention? Both female and male can get the vaccine, and it's recommended, in fact. Curiosity peaked! 
We have a full episode titled My Mum and I Consult a Doctor About HPV that you can tune into if you are interested in hearing more about HPV. Actually pleased with that. It's a really great episode breaking down myths and common misconceptions, addressing stigma, and just a really fun and great way to gain more knowledge. Knowledge is power, so check out It's Your Life SG for more information about HPV prevention and where you can find a clinic. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts from to hear first when we post a new episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at somethingprivatepod and turn on the push notification for whenever we post something new. Okay, so this year, like looking back on my past work, like, I realized that I was able to like encourage other people and tell other people that. If you're going through a hard time, it's okay to like take time off for yourself. It's okay to especially like seek treatment or seek help. But I realized that I didn't dare to do it. Like I didn't dare to go to a polyclinic and like ask for help, you know, like tell them that I need to speak to someone. Yeah, so I I told myself, I had to tell myself that if I can tell other people to do it right, then I need to be able to tell myself mm. that if I need help, it's okay. This year like I went to um get therapy la. Yeah. And at first I was also very I didn't, I was very, I mean, I still am, like, um, not very ready to share about it, yeah. Like, I didn't want to tell my family, I didn't want to tell my parents, but they found out lah. How has that, that step forward been? I felt proud of myself lah. I felt very proud that, like, I was able to accept help, mm. yeah. So, I think that first step was the hardest. Then, after that, the first one or two sessions was difficult, were mm. difficult, yeah, because I felt like very stressed out about it. But after that, the third session, I was like, okay, actually, some things really need time. Like, I calmed down better. I think that was when, like, things, it, it started being becoming helpful. I also want to add that, like, I think, like, with this whole idea of, like, resources, right, or, like, not knowing where to go, I think sometimes people are afraid. But, like, I feel like in my own, I guess, like, journey in seeking out like mental wellness there are actually a couple of like online places and like, like you said polyclinics I think a lot of people don't know that you can go there to seek help so the first thought I had was like if I want to go counselling is it going to be very expensive mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's like, very common right? I have to go private it's $200 a session you know like how fast is that going to burn through my savings and it, it causes anxiety la. so I think actually really like there are there is like free resources out there that we can tap on as a first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from there you can learn more and decide, you know, what is the best route mm. you wanna take. So I think that first step is the most important. Uh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cliches are cliches, right? But it's the small things that kind of like help you to also like because yeah. like I think I was I was talking to this like psychiatrist, right? And she shared that like um this whole concept of like self care. Cause I think now a lot of times self care is a term that is popularized and like overused right? but like self-care for anything but she was saying that actually it's very important to just kind of take like a small period of time be it like in the day or a week or whenever right to yourself and then just indulge in like what makes you feel good so that could be like maybe 10 minutes of just like watching tv or like watching netflix or like i don't know like going on a walk these kind of things like whatever makes you feel good yeah, but the most important thing is that like you know that that helps you but it's so like small you never think that that would make any difference right but like it really does not it helps you feel like yourself you know yeah in a time where you don't feel like yourself you know you were talking about self-care right and sometimes self-care is a luxury you know mm. people think that self-care you need to spend money right yeah like you need to buy candles or for me like i go and go yoga which i need to spend money on so maybe some of these things are luxuries la, but i'm very sure there are also 
free resources like yep. free yoga classes on YouTube yep. or like just going out for a job that kind of thing and I think like those are also very valid forms of self-care that we need to know like self-care is not just about we don't need to spend money in it's order true. to get it's true la. it's whatever yeah. works for you la. Yeah. yeah I spoke to this girl who came forward with her story about how she was really struggling for mental health during um, the, the lockdown and what happened was that she eventually decided to check herself in into a psychiatric ward. I guess the whole idea of going to a psychiatric ward is still quite stigmatised in, 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 our, in our country. I think what I learned from her was that like you don't have to be mentally unwell to seek help but like mental wellness is like a spectrum and it's a journey of like building resilience. It's kind of like your own like physical health, right? You take vitamins, you you exercise to make sure that you're yeah. constantly okay. You don't like wait until you are like immobile and you're like, okay, doctor. So the same thing, lor. I think having the vocabulary is important. Knowing what resources you have available to you is important. Um, Yeah, like constantly doing check-ins with yourself. If you're even feeling a tad bit like anxious, you know, depressed, then know what are the ways in which you can take on like that that challenge like that point of time so i think that was a learning process for me because i mean it is a journey like i guess with that like we hope you know you all learn something and that you take out advice <laughs> take care of yourself and uh, learn to take time out to enjoy the world Thanks for tuning in to this special episode that we made together with our friends at Our Grandfather's Story. This episode was also made in collaboration with YouTube Singapore and you can actually watch the whole video on Our Grandfather's Story's YouTube page. For more mental health resources, check out our episode description or feel free to drop us an email at nicole at somethingprivate.fm. Bye!